This is the Sons and Slaves Podcast. This is a show devoted to helping fathers and sons honor and obey the Lord. Join me, Jared, and my sons, Ransom and Valor, as I talk to them about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. Welcome back to the Sons and Slaves Podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts today, Valor and Dad. Very good. Yeah, it's good to be here. Valor, you doing all right? Yeah. Good deal? Yep. Ransom, you doing all right? <laughs> you guys ready for this? We're yep. back with episode nine today, and I've been having a lot of fun with this. How about you guys? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good, good deal. What are you guys drinking today? Milk. And some hot cocoa. No chai tea latte today, huh? No. Nope. Just the hot cocoa? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah? You just felt like hot cocoa today, huh? Yeah. I get it. Some days are like that. Man, you are a loud milk slurper. <laughs> Incredible. Well, we told everybody about the raccoons and the possum last week. I think we've got uh, two more this week that we've got. Is that right? Two more raccoons? Three more raccoons? I think. How many? I think I think we've, what, have we six or seven raccoons now? Six or seven raccoons and one possum. And one possum. And again, just to state it clearly, possums are really ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredibly ugly. But raccoons are really cute. Yeah. Yeah. That's their only good quality, I think. Yeah. Because they're... That's what God made them good for. To be cute. To people... For people to think, Ooh, I want to have this as a pet. One day later. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's kind of like when people get an animal sometimes, like a cat or dog. Yeah. We're getting ready to get another kitten, aren't we? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. You guys excited about that? Yes. Yeah. We finally found Snowbell. Yeah, Snowbell's she's back. Alive. Yep. yep. Snowbell, our kitty, she's doing good. We ran over her. Well, I say we. I ran over her with our big vehicle, snapped her hip, and we didn't do anything, and she fully recovered. She's doing great. Yeah. Pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. We prayed for her. Yeah. So we, it's not we, like we did nothing. We did pray for her. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. She walked. She just went running around with a floppy leg for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Her leg was just dragging. Have you guys heard about cats having nine lives? What? Cats are really well known for almost dying and then recovering really well. So they say that cat has nine lives. Not really, they just have one life. But like with Pew Pew or Snowbell, depending upon the day, that's what we call her, she, that would have been her one life. Like she could have died, but she survived. Because cats are survivors. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And the babies, that's life too. Oh, you mean because she had babies? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, she had babies. Yeah, but they're all, like, most of them died. They got killed by oh. raccoons, we think. Well, probably the raccoons one we caught. fell off a shelf and broke its neck. Yep, that was sad. Yeah. The two, the runt just died. Mm-hmm. And then, um. Then the other one just disappeared. Then the other two, we think, but we don't know, got eaten by a raccoon. Mm-hmm. That's what we think. Yeah, it really is a mystery. Yeah. Well, we'll know in heaven. Yeah, we will know one day, <laughs> won't we? That'll be pretty cool mm-hmm. to know the things we don't, we didn't know or couldn't figure out on earth. Well, let's go ahead and pray, guys. Talk, huh? talk to Jesus if they, they will. I will not alive. Yeah, Jesus will tell us what happened. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's pray, and we're going to talk about Boyhood and Beyond, the chapter on being a man. We've been talking about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. We're going to actually do something new today. We're going to read this entire chapter for everybody who's listening in 
and then make some comments about it. Does that sound good? Mm -hmm. You guys up for it? Yeah. Can you handle it? Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Let's pray. I'm going to take my hat off. Me Father, too. you don't have a hat. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Well, let's pray, guys, because we, we, need, we need God's help, don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesus, we thank you for all you're doing in our life. Thank you for a beautiful walk this morning, for the great weather we've had in August. It's been a really a, just a great last few weeks. Today, with this episode, we want to help people. We want to encourage boys that are listening to this. We want to encourage fathers that are listening to this. And just for us, God, we want to grow. We've read through this, but we want to get some nuggets of truth that we can apply as we're thinking about Mr. Bob and what he wrote for us about the process of becoming a man. And so help us with this. I thank you for my sons. And it's just going to be excited to have this conversation. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Okay, you guys ready for this? Yeah. Buckle up. Lean in. And listen up. Springfield, Oregon, 1938. Long time ago. Whiny didn't want to get up, didn't like his breakfast, and didn't want to go to the dentist. He complained about the rain. They thought they should have gotten closer parking place at the dentist, and almost cried when his mother demanded that he get out of the car and get into the office. Whiny thought the chairs were too hard. He couldn't find a book or a magazine that he liked. It wasn't just because he had to go to the dentist that Whiny made such a fuss. He acted like this every day. It seemed like a rain cloud always hung over his head. Whiny called the dental assistant, announcing that it was his turn to follow her down the hall. He tried to grab his mother's skirt, but she moved out of the way and said sharply, follow the lady. In the chair, Whiny squirmed. Whiny kicked. Whiny refused to do anything that Dr. Dow asked. Sit up and act like a man, said the dentist. I don't want to be a man, whined Whiny. Dr. Dow could hardly believe his ears. You don't want to be a man? To the dentist, being a man was a trophy, a great honor, and the goal of every boy's life. It grieved him to have in his chair a boy who spoke against the very reason and purpose for his own existence. God created boys to become men. Yeah. Okay, do you guys remember the store Toys R Us before it closed? No, you don't remember that? There was a toy store called Toys R Us that was a whole store of just toys. <gasps> Why do kids like toys so much, you think? I don't know. It's just little trinkets. Like Bakugans. Bakugans? They're, they're first a tiny, a small ball. Mm-hmm. And then they transform into like, kind of like Transformers. Yeah. They like transform into a, a dinosaur, a dragon, a lion, a, a cheetah, a tiger, anything. Mm. Cool. And, and like Transformers. I was going to mention Transformers because you just got yeah. Transformers yesterday. Well, tell, yeah. Why don't you just tell everybody what you got yesterday? Bumblebee. Okay. And Optimus Prime. So, Valor, why do you like Transformers? Why do you like Optimus Prime? He, someone got me into it. Charlie. Yep. Charlie got Actually, we are going to see him tonight mm -hmm. at 3. Yeah, cousin party. That's mm -hmm. going to be fun. Yeah. So Toys R Us was a store dedicated to toys, but it had something that was very, I think, it was it had a phrase and a song that was very wrong. And it kind of was almost like an anthem of my age growing up, where we didn't ever want to grow up. There was a song that said this, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid. And it went on to sing about how boys don't want to grow up. And people would brag about never growing up, I don't want to grow up. That's and dumb. Isn't it yeah. dumb? Mm -hmm. It's very stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Why on earth would a, would a boy not want to become a man? I don't know. Isn't that know. silly? I mm -hmm. actually want to. Being a man I is, really want to. I know. Being yeah. a man is really great. Responsibilities are great. 
all that comes with being a man, the difficult things and the great things, it's a really good thing. Michael Foster says it's good to be a man, and it is, right? Yeah. God yeah. made you a boy, and good boys grow into men. Yep. It's good yep. It's good to be a woman, too, for the girls, right? Yeah. 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 But for us, it's good for us to be men. It's never good for boys to act like girls or girls to act like no, boys, no, is it? No, no, no. Def no. Definitely not. Because God has made us boys. So we want to grow up. Well, Whiny in the story said to the dentist that he doesn't want to grow up. He doesn't want to be a man. Do you guys think that's honorable or shameful? Shameful. Big shameful. shameful. Do you think that boy had been listening to things like Tours R Us saying that he didn't want to grow up? Yeah. Because if we listen to bad things, we start to think bad things, don't we? Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Not good at all. So let's see what Mr. Bob says about this whole scene. Well, of course, Whiny isn't his real name. It's been changed to protect the guilty. But the dentist, his office, and the incident were very real. It's sad that so many boys today are growing up like Whiny. Maybe you know some. And if you're honest, you might admit that you act like whiny from time to time. Guys, do you ever whine and complain? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Not a lot. Every once no, in a while. No, not a lot. Not a lot? Not a lot, dog. Whining is not okay, is it? No. Absolutely not. We've talked a little bit about this, and not as okay. we grow older, if we don't learn to control whining when we're young, we'll start being whiners the rest of our life. We'll just complain. It's always hot, it's always cold, it's always too much work to do. There's always some math problem that I don't want to do or some paragraph I don't want to write. And I don't like math or writing. And you have a temptation to whine about it rather than just do the work, don't you? Mm -hmm. This is kind of how whiny was. Our author goes on. He says this. Nate Miller wrote, Winter brings the kind of weather you either face head on and enjoy or shrink from all season long. Being a man is similar. It's not an easy road. At times, being a man is a struggle. At times, being a man is a fight. However, the other option is to remain an underdeveloped boy and never growing up. A boy without the courage to be a man shrinks from the cold, from climbing mountains, from fighting battles, and then wonders why life is so dull and meaningless. So Nate Miller says that the winter, you either face the winter, you get out and still do what you need to do, or you shrink up and you just stay inside because it's cold outside. And he relates that, Bob relates that, to being a man. Being a man at times is difficult, it's challenging, it's hard work. And so some boys want to stay boys forever because they're afraid of responsibility, they're afraid of hard work, they're afraid of doing what God's called them to do as a man. I know. And that's what we want to shatter. We want young boys out there, everyone listening in, we want them to run to responsibility, not away from responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Responsibility is great, isn't it? Yeah, it when really I, is. When I, was, when I was younger, I used to listen to a band called MXPX. MXPX had a song that went like this. Responsibility, what's that? Responsibility, not quite yet. And that was when their albums weren't getting that good. I mean, that used to be better. And the song talked about not wanting responsibility. If you just think about that, mm -hmm. that's really sad that mm -hmm. a man, a grown man, would not want responsibility. That's not a leader. That's not a godly man. That's not the way that we live our life, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Every boy needs to step up into being a leader and taking on more and more responsibilities. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Being a man is more difficult now than in 1938 when Dr. Dow was a dentist. Many people in our society are against the idea of boys becoming men. When a man makes a definite decision and sticks by it, he's accused of arrogance. If he sets boundaries for those who are under him, he's overprotective. 
Whenever he refuses to lower his moral standards, he's labeled old-fashioned. Books, magazines, and movies often make fun of genuine manhood. The current pursuit of pleasure, leisure, and selfishness stunts the growth of a man. Many fathers still live like their boys. It may be a difficult era for a boy to learn to be a man. That gives all the more reason to say, this is a day for me. Let's begin the course. Let's fight the fight. I want to be the man that God created me to be. we got to draw a line in the sand because right now there is an assault on boys. I don't know if you know this or not, but there is an assault on boys from our world. And even sometimes in Christian circles, genuine manhood is looked down upon. And we have to have the courage. We have to have the backbone to look past that and say, I'm still going to be a man. I'm going to be what God's called me to be no matter what. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. What if somebody came to you, Valor, and said, oh, being a man isn't that important. You're a human being. It doesn't really matter that you're a man. That's wrong. That's, you'd say that. You'd say that's wrong, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we know the truth, don't we? Yeah. And one of the things that he's saying here is that some, some men live like they're still boys. They just want to play with Transformers forever. They have their new toys. They have their new versions of that. But they're still living like boys, even though they're men. And that's a real tragedy in our world today. We have, uh, we have generations of men that don't really know how to live like men. They've not been trained. You know that there's a bunch of men in the world that don't know about worship, work, protect, provide, lead, love. They don't know that God's created them to protect, provide, and to live with honor and courage. Even if you act like a man, you're still not a man when you're not actually a man, but you're acting like a man. Yeah, but even boys can start to live like men and grow into men. That's what we're trying to train you to do is start to live like a man before you're a man. So when it comes the day that you become a man and me and Papu and other men in your life declare to you and tell you that you're now a man, you're going to realize, oh man, this is I'm really a man now. But we're watching that because you're developing into manhood in your youth. So we want to train you guys right now to start living like a man, even though you're young. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can act like a man, but you're still not a man. Yeah, you're still not a man yet, but you can start acting like a man even when you're young. You know, anytime you take out the trash or you do a chore or, or you stop whining and you get control of your emotions, you're starting to act like a man. And yeah. even though you're a boy, you're, you're starting to act like a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's how you do what you just said. Like, uh-huh. So I think... Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys ready to keep going in the book? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Always a hindrance to a boy becoming a true man is rebellion against God. This is critical, guys. Many outspoken individuals attempt to make America godless. Some foolish people want to remove all references to God from every public area. They promote the lie of evolution and say that people are just animals alive by chance. However, there can be no fulfillment living apart from the one who created life. Without an active relationship with God... True manhood is never achieved. Guys, you cannot be a true man, an honorable man, the man that God has called you to be. You cannot be the best of the best of men without submission to God. Yeah. You have to surrender to God. You cannot be a true man apart from Christianity. Isn't that, you cannot. No. Yeah, absolutely not. You have to be a man that loves Jesus. Absolutely. And that's what we want every single boy listening in. You've got to know this. Every man, you've got to know this. The life of a man, a good man, is a life lived in surrender to Jesus. Yeah. So here's what he says. God created the universe so that anyone who looks upon it will know what God is like. When you look at the stars, you see his boundless size. When you watch a spider spinning a web, you see a display of his attention to detail. The invisible things of God are clearly seen in creation. They are witness to his eternal power and divinity. 
God's greatest creation is man. Man is the tent in which God displays himself to the world. If you see a mature man filled with God's spirit, you see the heart of God and what that man does. If you see an immature man with the spirit of God, you witness the corruption that a selfish creature apart from God can demonstrate. Young man, you have a high calling and a tremendous purpose ahead of you. The God of the universe is showing himself to the world through you. He has the power to dwell in you. He wants to use your hands and your feet, your smile and your words to display himself to those he brings into your life. The greatest privilege of a man is to display the nature of God. This is his purpose in and through you. Will you give up your selfishness and embrace a higher calling? Will you trade your toys and pleasures of life to pursue usefulness and glory? Yes. Good. Answer that call. I'm so thankful that you guys have answered that call. Now, Valerie, this gets exactly to the point you were just mentioning. You can start acting like a man now, even though you might not be a man. Here's what he tells us. There is not a set day when you become a man. It's not a matter of age. Manhood is built within you little by little. Each time you accept one of life's responsibilities as your own, you take a step toward manhood. One step could be a decision to wash, a car, wash the car regularly. Even if you do not have a driver's license, you can purpose to keep that car clean for the family to enjoy. Each time you claim some task as your own, you advance toward manhood. When you begin to see the needs of others and feel the urge to meet those needs, you're becoming a man. When you develop a useful skill, gain wisdom to protect someone that's weak, you're moving toward your life purpose. Every time you act, God would act toward those around you, you fulfill his hope for you. You're living like a man. Developing in manhood is a process. It comes in small, daily decisions. Every time you obey God, instead of following a selfish desire, you're growing into manhood. Whenever you give up your comfort to comfort somebody else, you're changing from a boy to a man. Though it is a process, you have an opportunity today to advance towards the goal of being a man. You can be more of a man today than you were yesterday, and further along tomorrow than you are today. Regardless of your age, you can still begin to act like a man in the areas you understand now. That's critical, guys. This whole, pro this whole podcast is devoted to boyhood and the process of becoming a man. It's a process. That's what we're talking about. We're wanting to bring people along in this process with us. The lessons ahead of you come from men who have faced life. They have tasted the thrill of the victories and the dust of defeats. And by God's grace, they have stood up again. May you see the grand privilege before you of being the man God intends you to be. As old Dr. Dow said, sit up and act like a man. Yeah. Yeah. Men, 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 men. Mr. Brandon. And Mr. Brandon, he did that, didn't he? Uh -huh. It's so good. It's good to be a boy. Spit flying out of his mouth. Spit flying out of his mouth. It is really good that God created us as boys. And I just want you guys every single day to grow in that process. I think every day we have the opportunity, yeah. fellas, to do what God's called us to do and to step into responsibility, not away from responsibility. And I promise, look at me, boys. If you will run towards responsibility and not away from responsibility, if you will honor the Lord and honor me and your mother... God will do a mighty work through you guys. And I'm so excited about God's work in you. God's grace is already on display through you in a lot of ways. I'm excited to see you guys even care about helping people who are listening to this podcast. It's awesome. The Sparks family honors God and helps people, don't we? Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Yep. You guys got any final thoughts about this chapter or anything else you want to say to everybody listening in? Any interesting things that you think that they should know? You're not a man until your dad says it. That's right, men. We gotta be able to. We gotta be able to tell our sons one day. We gotta look them in the eye and be able to tell them that you are now a man. You can act like a man, but you can never be a man when you're not a man.
<laughs> That's right. You're in that process of becoming a man. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you would, go ahead right now, and you're listening on some kind of podcast platform. So if you would just go ahead and go down right after I say this, pause it, go down and hit that rating, rate it a five-star if you like it, rate it a one-star if you hate it, and then leave a review and let us know. It's always encouraging for these boys to hear encouraging words about what's going on out there, how this podcast is helping people. And if you want to support the show, please reach out to me and I'll let you know how you can support the show. And and guys, what do you say? Let's grow toward manhood today. What do you yeah. say? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to the Sons and Slaves podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and pass this along to every father and son that you know.